Twitter. A tweeter. A twatter. So Oops. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That's left. <laughs>central minnesota born and raised there's a card game where i spent most of my days chilling out maxing relaxing all cool and tapping out mono then dropping some duels when a couple of guys they were up to no good started playing matches with my magic hood i lost one little match my mom got scared she said you're losing all your ante and you don't even care (laughs) fresh prince of bel-air will smith that was amazing that's great I'm glad you got that one from, oh, my, yeah. from my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith is awesome. I yeah. love watching everything uh, that he does. I have to give credit where credit is due. Oh? Cindy helped me out with a lot of those lyrics. That's great. She's kind of a genius. I'm like, okay, I want to do the Fresh Prince song. How do we do this? And then she just started spitting it out. I'm like, oh, my God, let me write it down. Let me write it down. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, yeah, she helped me out there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Nice shout out there. Yeah. Uh, so, we're the Commander Smiths. Welcome to the Commander Smiths. Welcome what? to listening to this glorious episode eight. Episode uh, eight? Holy I'm, crap. Uh, I'm Lowry Smith. I am Adam Smith. And uh, I guess... Do we say it every time? No. <laughs> I mean, we have. At some point? We'll, we'll eventually get rid of it once you guys figure it out. <laughs> uh, so you can find us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. Oh, or shoot us an email, commandersmiths at gmail.com. And you can kind of find us on most every platform, YouTube, uh, Apple products, Podbean, and... Uh, What's so the other products? I only have Apple stuff, so it's yeah. <laughs> I said I was wondering how Orange did bananas, <laughs> beets. See, you did that joke. And yeah, I you totally I missed never, it. I didn't even catch it until we were doing the listen through I felt last bad. time, and I was like, "Oh, you made a you made a fruit <laughs> joke there." I, I see. What you did there. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, we uh, we played a little bit of Commander last night. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in this game, but I, I'm interested to hear about. You had a three person game going, and every player was playing Soren Markov yeah, as their commander. Mr. No, Edgar. Edgar Markov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgar. Edgar Markov. It was uh it was pretty crazy actually. I it was pretty exciting cuz but the, it was funny cuz we had a lot of dead cards because it was like uh, the one where it's choose a creature type and then destroy all other creatures. <laughs> <laughs> or the other vampire that comes into play and then uh, at the beginning of your upkeep you sacrifice... Uh, Another vampire. Everybody sacrifices a non-vampire. <laughs> so it's like, well, this card sucks. So, But yeah, it was crazy. It, it swung. Like, uh, one point, uh, me and Mark were a team against Tyson... And then we got him down, and then it was Tyson and Mark for basically the rest of the game against me. Uh, I was victorious. Oh, thank you very much. Like, no, yeah, no. Time to bow when you're sitting. It so. could have gone anyway. Like Tyson could have wiped me out if I didn't have uh, Teferi's protection. So that was a funny thing too. Is Teferi's protection could. came out twice because it came out from two players. Oh, okay. And then uh, the goading one where each player has to goad each other. You know. Like, yeah, yeah. That came out twice. Really. And then the one where you uh, each player loses half their life, or not each player, one player loses half their life, and then if you tap a vampire, you gain oh. that. That came out twice. Really? Blood so tribute, like, I believe. Big yeah. freaking cards were played twice, so it was pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The, I mean, the decks are going to play out pretty similar. Yeah. There's going to be a couple of differences depending on who's buying cards yeah. for it. Well, so that was the, that was kind of the difference is 
they had their decks were I think Tyson's was right out of the box and Mark has some tweaks to it. Okay. But mine has the most tweaks because that one I actually did kind of take out like I think I took out 25, 30 cards and put in. Yeah. Land especially I made it so the land was a little more fluid. Yeah. Edgar Markov is so powerful out yeah. of the box though. So. Yeah. So that's why I was like this is kind of sweet. Doesn't matter. My tweaking it still is a level playing field between it's, three of them. That but I, really my cool advantage one. was the card draw because I had a lot more card draw in mine. So. Yeah. And that's always the advantage yeah so card draws where it's at so yeah but yeah we played what well you came up and played a couple i, of I got in pretty late i got two games in with animar with the animar deck he talked about he played it it's yeah, pretty badass it was pretty fun uh i mean some of the cooler things were like i was able to play uh a couple of huge elementals like uh um the one that like the when 10, it comes 10? into play yeah 10 10 flyer that champions an elemental that's blue that i was just played sick. it for one blue you get a 10 10 flyer and then, um, then I also played the. I, th- uh, I want to say it's Wind Elemental, but when it comes into play, it deals six damage. Oh yeah, you to did each, play that. To uh, each flying creature, and we were playing like an all flying deck, and just wiped that yeah, guy that out. That was pretty sweet. So, and Animar was swinging lethal on people, but people were playing artifacts for some reason, and so it just yeah. chump locked all over the place. <laughs> So and that was that was a sweet move. That's Adam was playing in the second game that I played, and he I played my uh, uh, equipment deck that I talked about in episode two or whatever. Yeah, and he he was able to like swing over and like well, surprise you, kill my Animar, yeah. and I was like, Death Touch kills Animar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought well, one of the funnest things that I did was like I was able to play a Thicket Elemental and kicked it, and then doubled that trigger of yeah. it coming into play, and so I you I randomly found like two Elementals just coming into play right off the bat, and then drawing cards. Uh, it was it was a really fun deck, and it was working pretty well. So uh, I'll, I think I'll, I think overall it played really well. It's just yeah, the, I'll, it, I'll have to play it. Uh, a little bit. I'll have to mess around with it and see if I can upgrade it a little bit. Because that was your first time things. playing it, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Against any other decks, have to get used to what you're going for and all yeah. that stuff. Or how and that's stuff and works. that's one of the things is like when you make a new deck, you're gonna make mistakes and you're not gonna know what all your yeah. cards doing. You just need to you get familiar with it and it makes things a lot easier once yeah. you know what your deck does and how it's gonna work together. Yeah. Well, we had a good group last night though. I mean, we had. I think at one eight point total. eight total, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of sweet having the multi games going at once. So it was a good crowd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, kind of our little magic news we did for. Well, we it's been a little bit since we played Commander. We talk and play and all that stuff. Yeah. Lowry plays a little more regularly. I, I have a couple friends to. come over like at least once a month. Yeah. And then uh, we have a couple young kids that are in the picture, so it's been a little more sparse. It's hectic. Yeah. <laughs> we try. But we're starting to try to pick it up more, especially since we get together every week to do this. Yeah. Um, we're going to actually try to fit that in. Play a little bit yeah. more. So It'd be fun. But yeah, uh, this week we're actually going to be splitting this into three segments. Uh, segment one, we are going to be discussing... Uh, I actually uh, got into Arena. arena. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear about uh, some of that stuff. Yeah. So I got into Arena, and then... we hey, Again, we want to talk about spoilers. They, yeah. they released a lot of stuff in the last two weeks that we haven't talked about. Yeah. Uh, so the, stuff from Dominaria. Yep. The last week stuff where we were like, oh yeah, we're going to talk about it. Well, now we're actually going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's some really cool cards that... 
um, have come out. I'm just like super impressed with like the powerful uncommons it that have come out. F- yeah, the uncommons feel like the best out of yeah. the groups. Like it's like there's so many freaking good cards. In so, the but yeah, and we can talk about a bunch of those. Well, it just the set in general just seems like it's built for commander. Oh yeah, this legendary is, this legendary that. Who cares about legendary? You just uh, have commander Smith's wet dream right yeah. now. So <laughs> oh 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 sorry about that. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll finish up. Oh man, finished up. That was the wrong time. To use that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We will end the podcast with our third segment, like our normal thing, um, talking about specs. Uh, our specs Smith specs. Smith specs of the week. Yeah, I got to remember. <laughs> <do that. laughs> No, you just sound like the Tasmanian devil. No, you like, did when you Smith Specs of the Week. I'm, well, I didn't do that. I'm mocking <laughs> you for the way you were saying it. So. <laughs> what was the... <laughs> yeah, that was Tasmanian Devil. Like, That's how you were talking. <laughs> that was right. a great cartoon on the WB. You remember that at all? Yep, I do. So that's the end of that conversation. Conversation, Kelly. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, so Arena, anyways. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that played it. So uh, I first off... I've seen like pictures. I think I've watched a little bit of a video, but um, it looks really cool. Yeah, like it looks really well done. Uh, is there anything that you like that really stands out and pops to you when when you were playing it? So uh, first off, I got the invite. Well, you signed up. Okay. I sent it out a while back. You know when they first were doing the beta, but I didn't have my DCI number. DCI, right? Uh, DCI, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, wait, did I say it right? <laughs> um, but I didn't have it on me, so I just sent out a thing, and then they emailed me back just recently, like, hey, we're doing a mass. Like I said last week, they were doing a the stress mass. test. A stress test. So I got that invite and jumped on on Friday, and Friday itself, in about a couple hours, I played. I think it was eight matches, nine matches. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty sweet because you get in and they had... It's not going to be this way when they are come out with the game, but they had pre-made decks. Pre-made decks, yeah. yeah so of all the, the recent sets and everything, so um, basically standard. And they had pre-made decks that you got to jump on and play. And it freaking flowed really well. I don't know if it was my computer or if there, it was kind of lagging a little bit, but some of the graphics okay. would kind of skip a little bit. But when the graphics worked, like... When you dropped what do you mean the graphics? Like, yeah. when you played a card that was a big fatty, like, even if it's not, it doesn't have to be mythic. So, like or a dinosaur or whatever? Yeah, that was, okay. I, was, I was playing yeah. a dinosaur deck, and I dropped a 6-6. Six, six, it was an uncommon, but then a freaking dinosaur comes out of your card for a second and then drops back down into it. Does and, it roar? Yeah, like, there's it definitely noises? Does, okay. And then while you're playing, like, if you're playing the, like, cats, oh, it meows is, and stuff like that. Is or, it the same, like, dinosaur coming out, or is it a generic dinosaur I that didn't, comes out? I didn't put into detail. I didn't notice, I guess. It, I, I bet it's the same dinosaur that comes out. It was okay. a green dinosaur. I don't right. know. It came out, roared, went back into the card. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, the graphics, the sound, everything, it, it's... It looks really smooth. Uh, I had to get used to the mechanics. I kind of mentioned to this on, on the phone. But yeah, like, you're saying that the attack. Yeah, there's sequence. When you go to attack, you it's kind of how you do it in magic, but you don't do that in paper. But it was like, okay, I'm going to attack. Okay, now I'm going to attack. Okay, now I'm choosing the creatures I'm going to attack with. Okay, now I'm mm-hmm. attacking. So I messed up on that pirate monkey that's has haste. And you can tap it from Exelon. Yeah, to kill it and then do one damage. I clicked. Okay, I'm going to attack. And then I was like, okay, I'm attacking with him. 
by clicking him, well, that killed him and did one damage to the person. I was like, damn it! <laughs> so was there only Ixalan block cards in it, or no, was that it was, standard? There was, was Kaladesh stuff and yeah. Amonkhet? Oh, and... no, no, no. Then it would Ixalan. Ixalan and... Amonkhet? Amonkhet, yeah. Because the cats would be there? Yep. Okay. yeah. So, not that I noticed. I guess I played four different decks, and I think there was about nine different decks. Oh, really? That's nine or ten. good... Uh... They variety, good, I would guess. They were good, uh, decent decks for. Did you standard. did you did you get a, at least a chance to either play or play against every deck? Do you think? No, not every deck. Okay, but I did. I, I played a variety of them. You know, I like the dinosaur one just because. I have one dinosaur deck, but it was just fun to play. It worked really. I mean, once it gets going, it's pretty stompy. Yeah. Cool. So, um, one thing I did notice was oh yeah that's right. One thing I really liked about it, and I think you noticed this too when you've watched the videos, is like when somebody goes to search for a card and they have to reveal it, the cool thing oh, is yeah, it yeah. shows it in their hand and it never leaves. So you can always remember, oh yeah, you don't have to go back and be like, oh, what was that card You again? don't have to write it down. Yeah. You, you, it just is kind of telling you. Just yeah, I did you see that part hand. on the video I and watched. And even, even if they like play a card, it moves in their hand. It shows you actually which card it is in their hand. So that's kind of interesting. So they have to play it if they're trying to be like tricks. Yeah. Like they they can't hide it. They right. can't be like okay. And it, the same thing goes for if they f go search for something, reveal it, and put it on top of their library. Their library stays revealed on top until they pull, draw that card. Okay. So, and then and then that card shows up in their hand as well. Oh, I didn't I didn't make note of that. No, I don't think so. I think it's just on top, and then once it went into the hand, correct. Okay. Then it's into their hand. So. And then, that I thought was interesting because that sometimes you forget what the card was exactly, but that's kind of the paper game of it. Like that's we have to deal yeah. with real life, but that's this is digital, so it's making it a little more user friendly for people, so they don't have to be like, oh god, what was that card again? Because most people aren't going to be your your new people aren't going to be that familiar where they're like, oh yeah, that card, I remember that, I'm going to keep that in my memory. Um, so I think that's why they're they're trying to draw new people in and to keep playing the game yeah, so it kind of benefits them wizards always is trying to work towards trying to bring new players like get a, a larger player base and keep yeah. people or just getting people in to buy more and more stuff uh, getting back to like the visuals and stuff like that um from my first question like i know you had mentioned before like it's it's like hearthstone yeah. have you i never played hearthstone so is it similar like do you think it's actually going to drag Hearthstone people over because it visually and or uh, mechanically is playing like Hearthstone. Or? Um, I it depends on the people. So personally, I stopped playing Hearthstone because it was just like it's too much like Magic, and I want it to be Magic, and so I was kind of like I don't know. Okay. I just I didn't want to put my time into it because I kind of had heard rumors, but that was a long time ago. So it actually has taken them a long time to get to this point. Yeah. Um. This the thing about Hearthstone and all those other games was they're like Magic, how they play. Well, now we actually have a game that is Magic. It may draw back some of those players because there are some top players that did leave Magic to, and they're top to players. Go with, yeah, well, Hearth I think actually a, a top like quote unquote professional Magic player helped develop Hearthstone. That makes and sense. there there have been professional like Magic players that go off and make other games that are pretty successful but kind of similar yeah like, that's the one game um, i do i play believe on my phone. ascension was built by or created by a professional magic player i can't remember 
I, I've stopped I really paying attention Eternal to the Eternal right now. And as soon as Magic comes out, I'm going to probably be done with Eternal. But uh, Eternal is made by uh, is it people that I, Magic. I don't even I've never so even that heard game of that, is so. the most like Magic. Like it's even more like Magic than freaking. Um, Magic? Hearthstone is. Oh. No. <laughs> but I mean, like, they just switch everything around, whereas Hearthstone doesn't have, like, haste and all that stuff necessarily. I mean, I don't know. They... Oh, were you telling me about yeah. this earlier? Where, so, like, like they, they it had very similar it's things, like, but they changed the name. Instead of haste, uh, it's called charge. Instead of first strike, it's called quick draw. They just switch the name of it. But there's some cool mechanics that they do in the game that you can't do in a paper world, so it's never going to be paper. Um, but. Of course, it's not going to be paper. Magic's the paper <laughs> ruler of the world. But, yeah, I mean, it's. I'm excited for it. It made me super excited for this to come out, and I'm not sure on the release date. I know earlier they had said the third quarter or fourth quarter of this year, and that was last year talking about it. So now yeah. they're doing the beta and the stress testing. Maybe it's going to be a little bit sooner, but we'll see. I, I know, like, a lot of... I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. I have no idea about any of this tech stuff and how long it takes. <laughs> so that's my question for you: is if it does, uh, when it does come out, do you think you're going to jump on, uh, get your computer updated enough or whatever to to play? Yeah, does that be kind of sweet? We could actually do some battles back and forth online and everything. Um, hmm. no. What? Maybe. It, Maybe I'll take it's a it's a. I know you had technology. Soft okay, just just an FYI for all you out there, Lowry just got out of a flip phone about a year ago. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Oh, sorry, two years ago. It's been at least four. <laughs> Lowry doesn't like to go with technology, and so I just I gotta force him. I'm just gonna put it on your lap and be like, Lowry, look at this. This is freaking sweet. I am more than willing to like give it a try. Like if I'm on like your computer or whatever, I can. Uh, see if I like it, yeah. and then I might sit down and so I do guess something what, about it, that. It's not going to feed my EDH commander fix because yeah, that's yeah, my that's, baby. That's, that's what I love. But I love playing it, it, standard. I like better than modern in this sense. Um, With arena, well, because modern in itself is so. F- you're, the game's over. We've talked about this in two or three turns, and it's just well, like it can be. Yeah, yeah. If you how the decks are built, or you, you build a deck where somebody doesn't <clears> even play a freaking card, like that's like okay, this is solitaire. This isn't playing magic. Whereas standards a little more. You don't have that preciseness because you have only a limited amount of uh, sets to choose from. So I kind of like that aspect. More restrictions. Of it. You're more still going to get those combos to go off, but it's not as. It's not like you're not right. as efficient. Yeah, exactly. So you like bad magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that why I like Commander? No, I'm just kidding. No, Commander's amazing magic. <laughs> it frustrates more... the hell out of the modern players and all that because they want I'm that sure. consistency, consistency of being able yeah. to have four and only 60 cards. But I love... That's what I loved about going back to last night. It was just one person was totally about to win and then freaking he went all out, Tyson, and then it... We stopped it, and then it turned and switched you bring to another down a little bit. Take yeah. him down a peg. That's the cool thing or about two. magic. That's that's what I really love about it. But anyways, yeah, back to arena. That's why I'm excited for this. Is like, it's not going to feed my commander mix or mix fix, fix but it mix fix. I will play it, it. Play it a lot. <laughs> Kicks. We're just going to do a rhyming podcast. We could. I've been reading a lot of Doctor Seuss lately. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I, I feel you too. I know what you're talking about. Doctor Seuss, this doc. Oh man, it's, he's a man. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, I did. But. <laughs> uh, what one? Uh, a couple other things with the arena mm-hmm. that I did like. And I've heard from other podcasts that the rewards weren't that good. Like, when you beat somebody, oh yeah, yeah. It, you didn't really get anything. You got, like, a crappy common or a crappy uncommon that you already owned anyways. You well, just said you like bad magic, so what's the problem with common, <laughs> like crappy commons? Shut up, Lowry. <laughs> but, yeah, so the cool thing, I think they tweaked that since other podcasts have talked about it. Because uh, I actually, after I beat somebody, I actually got to choose between either a pack or a card. Or a random, random the mystery card. card. It is. It's totally the mystery box. <laughs> like the family uh, guy, if he's watching. Never mind. I know. I'm going to go uh, into that. But so you get the cho- choice of choosing the card or the pack. And actually, I've that one, I got shit luck there. I didn't get a good card. Out of the mystery box? Out of the mystery box. Or a mystery, a mystery card. I got a crappy card. Yeah. But later, I oh, they only had one option. I flipped the card over and it was a rare. Well, so. I, well, I, not necessarily. But you're, if you're getting a pack, you're at least oh, I know. you're guaranteed three crappy cards well, the and thing then about potentially the, an okay card. The thing about the pack is that was the first time I saw it, so I thought I was getting all of that Oh, to see the option of it. So I just clicked on the card because I wanted to see it. And then it was like, this is the card you get and the pack is gone. I'm like, no! <laughs> I want the cards. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's all beta, so do you yeah. even... You no, don't get to like, keep That's the why cards I didn't or care. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you can tweak your decks, but I, you know, I'm just playing to get the feel of how everything flows. Mm-hmm. And then each pack, I don't... I think it's different, but um, for the most part, it was like eight cards you got, and it was... You always got like a rare... Or not always a rare, because sometimes it's... And the other other podcasts they're not other I'm, podcasts. I'm sure that this part's gonna like be changed by yeah. the time they actually release stuff as so they well. had like I don't remember what they're called but it wasn't an actual card it's like so you can get this random generated card points kind of was it? It, well so how hearthstone does it is dust you can break down your cards that your oh, that's extra how cards hearthstone does it well but this isn't they're not doing the hearthstone way but i've been hearing a lot of talk that they might i don't know so, I, like I said, I only played about nine games on Friday, and then I played a couple more this weekend. It was a busy weekend playing but Commander. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't have a good, a huge feel for how everything works. There's others that have been playing. But it was more. enjoyable yeah. experience. Very much. In general. I'm excited for it. Let's okay. just say that. So um, you you get excited about a lot of things though. So <laughs> what what does that mean? <laughs> My toast bounced out of the toaster. What I'm is, excited. What example is that? It's a bad one. But <laughs> did you see me it yesterday was, doing it this? Was, it was an example was of you getting. Ex- <laughs> it, it was an example of you getting excited over something very small, and toast is pretty big. You like it's toast. Exciting. You it's like very peanut butter toast. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, use an ego waffle. No, I love those too. Yeah, me too. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> Should we go on to the next segment? <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, we're talking about spoilers. Well, yeah, it's just, we don't have an opening necessarily. No, yet. I just did it. Okay. That is the opening. <laughs> spoilers. You're supposed to like we echo off of. Could have been like that. I'm just. You, gonna you, take I a, think you're doing I'm this to gonna, me on purpose. I'm gonna take a sip of my pop. Anyways, <laughs> let's uh, let's start off with our first point. We're actually going to start with rarity and work our way uh, down. Um, I'm going to read the first Mythics. one. No, I'm going to read the Myth- first one because this one's easier to read. Lyra right. Dawnbringer. 
Lyra Dawnbringer. So it's Did three... you mean Baneslayer Angel? Yeah, or... yeah exactly. <laughs> it's a three and two white legendary creature angel flying first strike lifelink. Other angels you control get one plus one and lifelink. And it's a five five. Yeah. Super powerful. Do you remember when Sarah Angel... Sarah Angel was amazing and it's back in the day. A four four with vigilance <laughs> and flying. That's flying. flying. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, and actually, isn't Sarah Angel's making her appearance back? In she, this? Yeah, yeah, she's going to be an uncommon in Dominaria. Yeah. But ooh, I thought we weren't going to talk about it. But no, just, I, I just talked about it. So if you don't have one, they're really easy to get. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the Lyra seems like it's probably the first outright like. Make an angel commander deck. Yeah, yeah. Making everything with the lifelink. I mean, the one yeah. plus one is meh. I mean, whatever that helps with. Your but lifelink. yeah, giving lifelink to flying fatties. Yeah, is is pretty solid. And then her and herself. I, I just wish you just like have like a vigilance themed with her, and then just block, get the lifelink, kill a bunch of stuff with the first strike. She's really powerful. Yeah, I. Not probably gonna make a commander with it's the mono stuff. The mono stuff I can't. I don't like commanders. I mean, I I do have some mono decks, but I don't know if I make an angel deck. I do have an angel. The Kalia. No, I don't. No, nope, I'm a liar. That's gone. Yep, I killed that a while ago. Long time ago. <laughs> She's in my dragon deck. Let's let's put it Kalia? that way. Kalia. Yeah. Yeah. But not a not a commander. So, right, anyways, I, yeah. next I, I can agree with you, but I think <laughs> I think uh, I think she's going to be used a whole ton. I can she's going to be pretty fun. Next card that we want to kind of bring up is Naru Miha. We want to kind of bring it up. So yeah, kind of Master Wizard. Right there, we're done. <laughs> it's two colorless, two blue, uh, three three with flash, and then whenever it enters the battlefield, you can copy a uh, spell that you control. And then it also uh, gives all wizards you control plus one plus one. So, I mean, first off, I had a friend that had to like convince me that this card was good. Yeah, because I was like, ah, eh. but yeah, I get what you're. Once you explained it, yeah, and so it it goes infinite with a couple of different cards. Like if you have, it still is ah eh for us because we're like uh, infinite. We yeah, try it, to stay away from that. As a... I think it's an okay value card, but you need to like. It's four mana, and it has to be a, a spell that you play. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be at, like, seven mana, which is pretty late game to be doing anything, really. Uh, or not late game, but it can be... If you're going infinite, you won the game at turn seven, great. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, so you can, like, flicker... Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the cards that my buddy told me about, but any spell that will, like, copy... Uh, a creature you can play her and then copy that and then make a copy do a bunch of it and yeah continue doing it and if you have any etb effects you got that infinitely a little bit um if you got mirror gallery you're gonna have a ton of them and make you know a thousand 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 whatever thousands (laughs) thousands and thousands of this master wizard i don't even know how to really naru miha that's how i would have pronounced it Miha Yuha. <laughs> Let's uh, move Ha on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> move Ha. <laughs> Did that work? No, not really. Sure. Uh, Demon Lord, Bells and Lock, right? Got it? Bells and I Lock? I like it. Bells and Lock. Yeah, Bells and Lock. Uh, that's a pretty sweet demon. Four and two black. 
Legendary creature, Elder Demon. Oh, I didn't Elder notice that. Elder Demon. I just read <laughs> Elder Dragons, Elder, Elder Demons, Dinosaurs. Yeah, Elder, Elder Dinosaurs. Oh, man. We got the Elders going. EDH. Uh, it's a flying... Do you think Lord of the Pit's going to be an Elder Dragon or a Demon? Oh, because then they just reprint in uh, Iconic? That doesn't count, though. But, but it yes, just they happened. Did. They did. <laughs> I think it just stayed Demon, wasn't it? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Flying Trample 6-6. Six, six. But when he enters the battle battlefield, exile cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Then put that card into your hand if it has converted mana cost 4 or greater. It totally is four or greater. I thought it was six. Uh, off the top of my memory, I thought it was six. Four or greater, repeat, 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 repeat the process. <laughs> I still did it again. Repeat the process. Repeat? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Demon Lord deals one damage to you for each card you put into your hand this way. So, freaking A, you just... That's it's awesome card advantage for black, like, in my mind. If you wanted to, if you wanted to freaking... Go out, well, you want to kill yourself. I was about to say, you really want to go out, make this your commander, and everything costs four in your deck. It's like, draw, 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 draw. Oh, damn it, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way of being able to take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. So I, I think it's a pretty sweet card. Um, I don't think it's going to get like crazy in price, maybe. Uh, this is early to say, because now I'm going to say, that's not going to be that crazy. And then it comes out and somebody finds the brokenness with it, which they th- yeah. will. I think it's a lot more fun to just say, this is a really cool card. Yeah. I'm not going to guess at the price yeah. of it. <laughs> let's wait for a while and then we'll see yeah. the price. Let's, let's see people break this thing. And then uh, if that's the case, then it's it could go bonkers because it's pretty cheap. Yeah. So, uh, And this is like, the next card is... Uh, super like flavor is uh like history uh jay uh ballard 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 planeswalker uh two colorless three red uh and then so it's plus one is add three red mana spend this mana only to cast instance or sorcery spells it, another plus one is to discard up to three cards then draw that many cards and then you can minus eight you get an emblem with uh, you may cast instants and sorcery cards from your graveyard. If a card cast this way would be put into your graveyard, exile it instead. And it starts at five That's loyalty. And it yeah. has two pluses, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, so there's no oh. minus on yeah. it. And it's that's totally... This is red. This yeah. is kind of how... like she She's an old pyromancer. She has a card from uh, Time Spiral, I, I believe. Uh, but she's not a planeswalker. That's she what I was just... going to say. I've never seen... I was going to ask and make sure i was correct with that but i haven't seen her as a planeswalker for this no first time. yeah so she was a legendary creature that had three different abilities like you discarded a card and you could deal damage to a creature a player or surround damage to all so it was getting creatures. her ready to be a planeswalker yeah yeah <laughs> here's but, your test you get three abilities let's see how you handle it good job all right now you're gonna be a planeswalker and so she has a lot of great history actually you can have like if you go back and look at fa- uh, flavor text from like chandra cards she'll bring up jaya oh really yeah and she'll be like she would have been really cool to meet and so like they're doing that now nice and so they're gonna show like that's pretty sweet the old pyromancer and mixing it up with chandra and showing the new uh one but uh, i think just like flavor wise she's just she was perfect that's what you wanted awesome yeah uh then we'll continue with another planeswalker we actually kind of talked about this one before but we'll bring it up 
Uh, again, it's probably one of the more hyped one. The hyped one in the set is uh, Karn, Scion of Urza. It's a four colorless planeswalker. Comes in with five loyalty. And this is just your draw engine, pretty much. Yeah, uh, you, and colorless. Yeah, you reveal the top. Your plus one is to reveal the top two cards. Uh, a player puts one in exile. You draw the other one. Your minus is put the, a card from exile into your hand. And then your minus two is put a zero zero colorless construct onto the battlefield. And it gets it's an artifact. And it gets one plus one for each artifact that is in play. So I think this is going to... It is already high at $32, and it hasn't even come out yet. I think yeah, this is going to probably be standard, maybe see it. I don't know. Do be, you think we see it in modern decks? For, yeah, yeah. I, I think it can work its way in there. Four mana, colorless planeswalker yeah. is pretty freaking sick. Yeah, and it, it's just putting cards into your hand. Yeah, draw engine like crazy. It's pretty insane. And the art. I love the art with this. It actually kind of reminds me of, uh, what's his name from X-Men, the... Professor X? No, the big bad guy. The big oh Magneto? No, the big blue bad guy that's uh, the destroyer. Apocalypse? I guess so. It is Apocalypse. <laughs> kind of looks like Apocalypse there a little he bit. He kind of does. Yeah. I'll go with that. And he has the world on his hand right there. God, I couldn't believe. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, is it Apocalypse? But it's the new movie that's coming out, right? And he's in it. No, he was he was in the last one. Or maybe Apocalypse it... was. Oh yeah. Uh, then right. this next coming up one is the Dark Phoenix. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. All right, and then next one. This one's pretty interesting. I think it's uh, it's always going to be powerful when you have a mox attached to the name. Yeah. Even even if they're trying to depower it. So uh, mox amber. Uh, it's zero casting artifact, legendary artifact. Uh, you can tap it to add one mana of any color among legendary creatures and planeswalkers you control. So this works with Commander pretty dang well because yeah. your Commander's legendary. <laughs> yeah, and um, even if you do a legendary Planeswalker. Oh, wait, it's legendary. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, I really like it. I, I think it's going to be uh, pretty highly demanded because it you know it, it allows you to ramp. It, it kind of stops you because you can't... It doesn't tap for anything until you until get a you legend. Get something out. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really well balanced. I wouldn't buy it at its pre-sale price, but I wouldn't buy most cards at pre-sale yeah. price. Because uh, so this one's sitting at 30 bucks. I, I think it it's... I don't think it's going to be played... Well, with all these legends, it might be played a ton in standard. Yeah. Um, but with it being a legend, it kind of restricts it be, from being able to be like played as a four of successfully really yeah um or or it can i guess you can you know tap it and then play another one kill that one tap another one you can kind of string it along like that but well um, no because it says legendary creatures sure but if the, yeah i'm just saying if you can tap it four mana oh gotcha. and then you can play another one and then you sacrifice the tapped one and then you can tap the this the new mox amber so if you got four, maybe that's the way to go because they do that with Mox Opal, um, in Affinity Modern, and then you do that with like Guy's Cradle when you play a land, you tap it for a ton. Yeah. Play another Guy's Cradle, get rid of the one you tapped, and tap for a ton more. Mana. But the hard part is you got to have that legendary creature or plane. Yeah, you to have get to have that, that there to start triggering. But so it doesn't ramp you until you get your legend. So I think like in my mind, I want to play like a one or two mana play uh, legend. Yeah. So, so that like, you can easily like have risk it the out. redeemed from Shadowmore. Yep, that could be that gets you a green or a white, and yep. you can do that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, 
So I think it's a great I, I definitely want one, but I, like you said, I'm not going to go out and buy it. I'm hoping we get it in our box. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sweet. <Green> boxes. <laughs> Coming uh, soon. Next one is another artifact, but we got a vehicle again. I'm kind of, I kind of like that they keep uh, throwing the vehicles here and there. But... I, I do, I do like it too because it makes sense. Yeah. To have it as a vehicle. The, yeah. This one. Uh, so it's called it's Weatherlight. It's four colorless legendary artifact vehicle, flying four five. Whenever it deals damage to or combat damage to a player, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a historic card. Remember, historic is artifacts, legendaries, or sagas. Uh, you reveal a historic card from your from among them. Put it into your hand and put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. And it's crew three. So. I, I kind of dig this card. Uh, you reminded me it's like another card. It's, it's very similar to Dragonlord Ojitai which, from uh, from the cons yep. of Tarkir block. Yep. Which is a pretty sweet card in it's, itself. Yeah. I, I guess the other... The, but that one's a little better, but this one it can be in any deck, whereas that one you're specific to white With, and blue. Yeah, white and blue. So, But yeah, yeah it's a very... Similar, similar, yeah. And yeah the weather light is so iconic in the storyline of a magic. Yeah, you can say this that about so many cards from Dominaria. Uh, it's just it's going to be really fun to be able to open and look. I, the thing I want to do is I haven't played with a lot of um, vehicles, and I want to start implementing those more into decks. And none of us really have done that. That and Matriarch. I want people to start using that, which is the. Oh. Uh, Making the person gets to draw an extra card at the end uh, end of is their turn. Yeah, end of their turn. Monarch. Monarch. There we yeah. go. Matriarch. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah, Monarch. But yeah, Close. so I, I kind of want our play group to start implementing that, but you don't see that a lot because it really it was only in conspiracy. conspiracy. So, but yeah, vehicles I kind of want to start implementing into our stuff. I think it can be fun. They're, I mean they, they get around like board wipes really well because they're only a creature for a short amount yeah. of time. They're in my mind they're similar to like man lands, but you're you're paying mana for it, but it can get around like yeah. some removal and uh it's nice to have like when it attacks or when it uh deals damage, those types of effect to give it a little bit more of a boost because you have to always pay into it yeah. to you gotta tap three power to make it have that Actually ability. Be, yeah. And so it's not a mana thing, but um, you don't always have those resources, so yeah. it, it can be a, a spotty thing in my mind. Yeah. Um, so. And then we move into our last mythic of that we that have we that so we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and uh, this one, I, I think it's really cool. It's going to be a. It's another planeswalker, Teferi, uh, hero of Dominaria. It uh, starts uh, has three colorless, uh, white and a blue to cast for loyalty uh, and then you can plus one it to draw a card at the beginning of your next end step untap two lands which is um, like really good for control uh, minus three put target non-land permanent uh, into its owner's library third from the top which That's is pretty sweet freaking ridiculous <laughs> Not on top but, but that would put it down to one loyalty if you did it right off yeah. the bat um, but you're getting rid of a big threat that potentially could be on the yeah, board right third, away third and then you just make them shuffle or they're yeah. going to shuffle that that happens a lot uh or you can minus eight it for the ultimate uh you get an emblem with whenever you draw a card exile target permanent and opponent controls Ugh. which again is ridiculous yeah. target permanent not doesn't not matter land. yeah <laughs> you can remove their lands yeah. it's that is bonkers and if you go put this in a draw type of deck ooh, 
Yeah. It could be brutal. It just... Play it, that with, uh, what is it, Time Sieve, the tap two and two blue and X, and then draw X cards, but then you got to discard a card. Oh, uh, that's not, not Time Sieve. What is no. it? Oh, i got to look it up. Time uh, Time Sieve is a black-blue artifact. So you tap it, sacrifice five artifacts, and take another turn. What is that one? It was just in, uh, wasn't it Amonkhet? It was something? in Amonkhet. Yeah. yeah, now i got to figure this out, but... You keep talking about that other stuff. <laughs> that other stuff. Well, okay, so Teferi has a great card from Time Spiral as well, uh, and that's um, it's another great control card. Uh, so I suggest people go and check that one out, and this one is going to be awesome. I think it's bonkers. Well, that other be- Teferi, right? Did you, you were talking about this one? No, I'm not oh. even talking about that yeah, one. I, you know, Teferi I, Timebender is another one. That's uh, So there are two... They come out with Planeswalker decks now, and they... they feature planeswalkers as the the front card it's always foil and it's always bad so like um i don't even want to talk about them they, they yeah, i thought you said so you wanted to talk about no, no, when we no, were talking we, <laughs> you liar no i don't want to talk about either of those <laughs> they just seem like so blah like they're just overcosted, underpowered unless they're doing something specific that you want to be doing in the deck uh generally the planeswalkers from the well, FNA, I'm not finding bad. what I'm looking for, and I don't want to waste more time. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, just let me... Uh, just keep stalling, Lowry. But it's uh, <laughs> what it was was it's two blue X, and you draw X cards as an instant, um, and then you, you discard, discard a card. Yeah. card. So that would work freaking awesome. And there's plenty of other cards. I don't we That don't draw a ton of yeah. cards. Yeah. So I don't need to be specific is... into that. But um, <laughs> anyways, let's uh, move on to the next... Actually, we're going to move into the next section, which would be the rares. Uh, we got a handful of those bad boys. So the first one we will talk about is... Which one are we talking about first? Do you want to talk about the uh, Antiquities War? Oh, yep. That's what we'll start first. So that is a saga. It's our first saga we're going to talk about. And it is three colorless and blue. And when it comes into play, you do the first two, actually, sagas, the first how sagas work, you do the first turn... You put a token on it for that saga, and then you move on down to the third one. When you do the third token, you sacrifice it. So the first one is, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So your first two turns, you get to look at the top five cards and put an artifact in your hand. Then the last one, when you sacrifice it as artifacts, you control become artifact creatures with haste, or no, with base with power, power, five uh, five and... Sorry. They turn into five five creatures. <laughs> Until end of turn. Until end of turn. Uh, they don't have haste. So if you did bring an artifact into play, it won't actually be able to attack there. But that's pretty sweet if you're playing an artifact-heavy deck, which blue tends to do a lot of it, it, times. Blue definitely can do that. And there's... Uh, March of the Machines does something... Or no. So uh, Tezzeret's ability does this. Yep. His ultimate will yep. turn... The oh. two Tezzerets. Oh, not do this. No, sorry, just the sorry. one. I'm the searching for five. The, what, both Tezzerets kind of do something similar. Um, why do I just... Well, there's newer Tezzerets that I don't know as well, but the first Tezzeret gets to untap two artifacts, or you go and search for an artifact that uh, you minus the uh, loyalty, and then you get to search for that mana cost of an artifact and put into play, or you're minusing for the ultimate and turning all your artifacts into five fives um yeah this but they they did some a... uh in the aether revolt um 
why am I blanking on the name of that? It's a new set. Ah, the, I just the schemer. Said it. No, no, no. Yeah, well, Tezzeret the schemer right there that you've kind of pulled up for us. Um, Kaladesh was the Kaladesh is what I'm trying to. Yeah, the ambition. Do. Tezzeret ambition. Well, that was. Oh, uh, that's 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 not yeah. even freaking. So Tezzeret yeah, I'm looking for. I, I don't know specifically which one you're talking about, other than the first Tezzeret. Okay. So but, yeah. Um. Because Agent of Bolas uh, deals damage twice as many artifacts as you have. Anyways, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> we got to get better at finding yeah, cards on the fly. Before we start talking. It's oh, yeah, this one. Master of Metal. So that's a, that's the one I was thinking about. So Tezzeret Master of Metal is one of those bad Planeswalker decks. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was, it was in there, but it's reveal the top cards of your library and... Reveal wait 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 reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an artifact. Put that card into your hand and put the others in your library at the bottom of your library in a random order. So basically, it, it's this is better because you actually well no because you can choose five if you're playing an artifact heavy deck. You if you had multiple if, artifacts, yeah, if you, have you can three choose. in there. You can choose whatever. Bur- but I would say this one's nice if you weren't an artifact heavy deck and you just wanted to get a certain art because then you can file through a bunch eh, of cards yes. so i don't know I'm but hey, I, I was i knew i was on to something that i <laughs> wasn't totally on something <laughs> or on something <laughs> you uh, common uh, man <laughs> I, is that what he does on something or on to something it's a it's a bit that they have common man k fan personality super awesome I really enjoy him. <laughs> All right, next card is on you, Lowry. Um, so what? Ooh. Are you talking about Marwin the yeah, Nurturer? I, I can actually read it off the computer. Lowry has bad eyes. Real so bad he eyes. He has to read it off his phone instead of the computer in yeah. front of him. Uh, so Marwin the Nurturer is two colorless green, 1 1 legendary creature, elf druid. Uh, whenever another elf enters the battlefield under your control, put a 1-1 counter on Marwyn the Nurturer. You can tap her and add an amount of green equal to Marwyn's power. Uh, so that she's just super rampy. Like, your elves are already going to get you mana for the most part. Yeah. And then she's going to get you more mana. More. Yeah. And then... You, I mean, you can even Voltron her and just put a bunch of bit, like equipment that pump her and be able to tap it for a bunch of mana. Yeah, I she's pretty freaking badass. Um, I think she's really powerful. Yep, yeah, I think so too. Um, but I mean, we have there's some similar elves, but this one doesn't have it doesn't have all the stuff that she has. You know, adding that counter and everything, and it's not that much to get her out. So um, yeah, I definitely like her. Um, I, yeah, I think it's just kind of like elf deck. Yeah, it's it screams elf deck. That's what you're gonna do. You got a bunch of choices for elf decks, so if that's if you can think of something kind of cool to run with her, go for it. Uh, the next card we got is another angel. Uh, so this is our first angel in the rare spot, and it is Shyla, right? Shyla, Shyla. Good job. All right, Shyla, voice of plenty. Shyla buff. <laughs> Shyla Voice Shall of Boof. Yeah. <laughs> three and one for a three-four flying legendary creature angel. You planeswalkers you control and other creatures you control have hexproof. That is freaking sweet. Yeah. Not only that, you can tap four and two green. That's kind of interesting. But it's this makes sense because it puts one-one counters on each creature you control. So kind of the green 
ability yeah. of putting counters. And that would counters. put put a one one counter on her herself yep. as well. So yeah, it doesn't and say she'd each be a, other. She'd be a green white uh, commander, uh, and she she's pretty reminiscent of like Sigarda, yep. host of Herons to me. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think she's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if she's better than like Sigarda. Definitely not better than the first Sigarda that came out in Avacyn Restored, uh, but maybe comparable uh, for the uh, the newer Sigarda. I could see this being actually a commander, pretty because it's so two too. color. It's not just a mono white. Yeah. You'd actually two color. Play a it's green, only four white. to come out for a three four flyer, yeah. and it gives all your stuff hexproof. Like ing- that's kind of solid, but if, it doesn't give her hexproof. Well, yeah, you got to You got to protect her still somehow. Yeah. But everything. I mean. Planeswalker deck, you can have like that's just pretty sweet to not have anything targeted. Uh, but there isn't a lot of targeting of specific planeswalkers. But if you do the direct damage and all that, you can target it. So, but yeah, anyways, I I kind of dig her. So, um, next one, I think we go to Naban. Is that what we were going Naban. To? Naban. I'll go. Yep. Naban, uh, Dean of Iteration, which is uh, a colorless blue two one legendary creature, uh, human wizard. Uh, and then when it's in play, if a wizard entering the battlefield enters your control, causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. So essentially, this is uh, Panharmonicon. Panharmonicon <laughs> for wizards. Yeah. <laughs> Get this and Panharmonicon oh, and yeah. the same freaking time. And then try and read that <laughs> yeah, together. It's like, uh, uh, if you have a wizard enter the battlefield, it will trigger one time, and then it's going to trigger another time, and then we'll trigger it one more time for Panharmonicon. I'm just going to sit on the floor and suck my thumb because yeah. I have no idea what's going but on. But it might actually trigger another time because it's triggering Nabin as well, yeah. potentially. I'd have to think about that a little bit. Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, well, let's do it. Let's build a deck with it. So, But uh, the card that I really wanted to put Nabin in was uh, the... The wizard deck that they the precon yeah no they, definitely yeah I was thinking that. so like because I want to play with ETB wizards in that deck already and then this just is a cheaper panharmonicon in that deck yeah but then so, you got to add panharmonicon of course yeah of course <laughs> you got to make sure we use it as a spec so we're going to use yeah, it in everything that we possibly spec. can if you you got to just get that prove ourselves right that, that freaking craziness will happen <laughs> uh i'm gonna read two pretty quick here because yeah. gilded lotus is a reprint so we had talked about that card before a few episodes ago about one of the cards that you should own uh, it's for artifacts yeah, yeah for artifacts and a ton of your this is out it's it's again. a great reprint in yeah. this uh pretty set. sweet art too i like it the yeah. little gold gilded lotus and the uh and the price should go down i don't i don't know if it's going to get much lower than like four or five dollars yeah this is going to go back up again so yeah uh, this one you're going to want to pick up as many as you can maybe the foils because potentially it's the best time to be able to get a foil if right. you're into that kind of stuff and really quick it's five tap it um and add three color of any mana five colors to bring out so and so then i'll go into the next one another artifact which this one is pretty freaking sweet Helm of the Host, it's four to come out. Legendary Artifact Equipment. At the beginning of your combat of your turn, create a token that's a copy of the equipped creature, except there isn't the legendary uh, rule for the equipped creature. It isn't legendary. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, it isn't It legendary. isn't legendary, so it makes a copy and just takes the legendary part about it out, and then that token gains haste. It doesn't get sacrificed. It gains haste, and it, and it stays. stays around. And it has equipped five. This is going my equipment deck for sure, and 
this could go into some freaking any deck. I mean, you get it, rid of the legendary it rule. Feels like legendary, really powerful. Yeah. This is a it's expensive, pre- and yeah. the first time, like I, I totally expected you to have to sacrifice. Yeah, the, the creature the token that it afterwards, makes. Yeah. and you just don't have to, and it's just it feels really powerful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that pretty much wraps up our rares. Now we're gonna get into our uncommons. Yeah, and to start us off, and like I said, there I feel like there's a ton of uncommons that are really powerful. Yeah, they so we're not gonna talk feel- about. All like of the ones, yeah. <laughs> but we we kind of broke down this list a little bit more, just to the ones that are pretty interesting as far as commander wise. Yeah, and so one of one of the ones is uh, Bard, uh, Steward of Argive, uh, two colorless, uh, two white. It's a two four vigilance, and creatures can't attack you unless they or or a planeswalker you control. Unless that controller pays one mana for each creature attacking you, so it's kind of like a ghostly prison, little less or a propaganda, or, yeah, and or it just like that angel that does the same thing. And on on your commander, this is a legendary creature, so it yeah. could be your commander, and that can just that could bog a game down yep. pretty quick. At least not make you the target, so that's yeah, kinda nice. Exactly. So and I it's think an it's an uncommon a, spot, which is pretty sweet. It so. feels really powerful. Yeah. Again, it could easily be a rare in another set. And then we go into another white. Uh, Commander potential card, Danatha Capuchin. Capuchin Paragon. I I think I just go Caption. Okay. Capuchin. Caption Caption Paragon is two and one white. It is a legendary creature, Human Knight. She has first strike, vigilance, lifelink, aura, and equipment spells you cast cost one less to cast and she's a two two so that's pretty sweet um it's it screams just voltron putting auras and equipment on it and making it huge we're just making it easier uh, a real quick note on her too is that um, a big player in the old story is Gerard Caption, and so she would be a long distance relative of one of the main characters of like magic lore. So Lowry's um, our lore guy. I am a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you I, are. It's awesome though because it's like, oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty sweet. I like to hear the freaking story. I'm starting to understand it more. Whereas before, I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know you're talking about, Lowry. <laughs> Stop talking, Lowry. You you confuse me with your words and your <laughs> stories." Uh, and then our next one we are getting into is we're actually going to move into the red. This could be a commander. I don't even know how you would say this dude's name. Uh, so I Valdok, uh, Keeper of the Flame, which would be a two colorless and a red. It's a three-two. At the beginning of combat on your turn, for each aura and equipment attached to Voldok, uh, create a 3-1 red elemental creature token with trample and haste. Exile those tokens at the beginning of the next end step. Yeah, you can uh, do some pretty crazy things with this. Attaching so much equipment to them and just making these little 3-1s running around. Yeah. Um, Little elemental babies. Yeah. (laughs) You got sacrifices at the end of turn. (laughs) But if you had some sack stuff too, draw or sack engines or whatever, you could... You could take advantage of this quite well. And again, stuff. it's only an uncommon. Yeah. This feels really it powerful feels like for uncommon. <laughs> and then the next one we get into even feels more like a rare or even a mythic. It's Dampening yeah, Sphere. This is crazy. It's an artifact for two. If a land is tapped for two or more mana, Gaia's Cradle, <laughs> it produces one colorless instead, other, uh, instead of any other type and the amount. So if I'm tapping it for like 10 and nope it's only one and it's one colorless and then it also says each spell a player casts 
costs one more to cast for each other spell that player has cast this turn. So it's stopping people from freaking going crazy. Yeah, and it stops Storm, Storm and, and, off. and Tron in Modern. Yeah. It stops Guy's Cradle. I, it, yeah, it's, it slows a game down to a, a comparable speed, especially like, and it's only two mana. Yeah, that's why it's already a six dollar uncommon. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think it's really just. It, it's gonna be silly though, because we're gonna open our two boxes, and we may get one each out of the yeah. yeah. Where's all the Kinda other like uh, what we got with like Path to Exile <laughs> and Bloodbraid Elf back in the day? Yeah, so it's it's uncommon, but really, the, you this guy's probably should be a rare. <laughs> And then we round off our uncommons. Uh, and we're actually going to wait on talking about commons. We At the end, we may, uh, when it's Adam all released, in. we'll yeah. come in later. Um, but uh, Zalfarin Void, which is a land, uh, when it comes into the battlefield, you scry one, and it can tap for a colorless mana. Very simple, but yeah. uh, it doesn't come into play tapped. Like... It just you can use it right away, like which is scry, pretty important. The Scrylands do come into play. Scry tapped. Land, yeah, the Scrylands from the Theros block come into play tapped, but they give you two different colors. Yeah, and then so, scrying is like drawing half a card. Pretty much, it's a good way of looking at it. it. Allows you, gives you some good information off the top of your library. You might want to get rid of it if you don't like it. Like you it have can a ton help of you. land in your hand already, and the top you just cards don't of land. Well, get that's rid on of the it. bottom. Yeah, so. it's. Uh, I think it's a, a really solid card. Yeah, I might. I mean, I'll probably start. Uh, putting that into quite a few decks, um, not ones that get to three or more colors because I need the actual yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah, you need the, two color decks. There. I can definitely see that happening. So, and that rounds up our spoilers. The spoilers for this that week. we'll talk about. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. And so, hopefully, they keep on releasing stuff. We're about three weeks out from uh, release, yeah. but I think there's only going to be about two weeks more of uh, spoilers. When's release date? Uh, it it comes out. Uh, I believe it's like the twenty sixth or twenty seventh okay. of April. Yep, so we're almost at yep three weeks out. So now we move into Smith specs of the week. Week week. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> Where's my echo, Lowry? Come I, on. <laughs> we're in my basement. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's oh, not yeah, very good is, sound stuff. This is our new uh, studio. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our new studio. It's just we had to adjust uh, yeah. where we were. Our schedules and everything. That's what happens when you have kids and working and all that stuff. We have to figure out the Whee! best way to work this. And then there's a mini snowstorm. It's not even a snowstorm. We're in Minnesota. There's only yeah. going to be an it's, inch, but it's ice. <laughs> it's April 8th, and yeah. it's ice snow yeah where it's just ridiculous. south of us is getting tons of inches here so yeah uh they deserve it <laughs> that's your that's your brother you're talking about he does well he's <laughs> yeah all right all right first spec uh i guess i'll start off yeah, yeah. is uh i did uh, i actually bought a few of these this week is rebuild and i'm actually talking about the foils of this uh what rebuild is it's from Urza's Legacy it's 2 and 1 blue it's an instant this works freaking awesome with EDH here, but it's return all artifacts to owner's hands. Now, you might want to put this more in a deck that you're not playing a lot of artifacts, but you can actually put it in a deck that you do have your normal amount of artifacts, and if it doesn't work with the situation that you have at hand, you can cycle it out of your hand and draw a card instead. But this affects so many people with the mana rocks that you got out. And I mean, thinking about it, you could even put it in the new Joria deck. Uh, that like it's red blue. Whenever you play an yep. artifact, you get to draw a card or a legendary. So it can actually help you out. Yeah, and then you can continue playing those <laughs> artifacts. <laughs> yeah, you might be bring your soul ring back. Lower. Oh wait, I'm gonna play. Oh, and yeah. draw a card. And that yeah. seems like a really cool way of doing it. Yeah. So, so uh, and this card right now the foils are sitting at about six bucks. Um, 
they had a couple like a little spike but that isn't really when they do just a day spike i don't really follow that, that but it count. has been on the rise for a little bit uh, i'm a liar actually in the last couple months it's gone up maybe a buck buck and a half but the inventory on this when i was actually buying it it was sparse and the because it's an older set the lightly played ones there are not many of those at all so. oh really um, so I picked up, I think, ten of these guys. Okay. So, uh, yeah. one that I'm, I, I keep on going back to the saplings because I really like yeah. that uncommon, like slimefoot guy from this set. Yeah. But uh, uncommon, so, <laughs> uncommon, and it's super powerful. But uh, the card is sapling symbiosis uh, that I would suggest as a speculation, uh, the foil version. So sapling symbiosis is a sorcery that's three colorless and a green. And then uh, you can pay two to play it at instant speed. Uh, but then what it does is you put um, a 1-1 one, one green sapling creature into play for each uh, creature you control. So it kind of doubles the amount of creatures that you have, puts a ton of saplings into play. And then with that Slimefoot guy, you're, uh, you can sacrifice more saplings that deal more damage, gain you more life. Uh, it just feels like a really yeah. powerful card in there. I've used it's, this it's, in the set, my Sapperling deck. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet card. And it's uh, it's an older set from Invasion. Uh, foil is going for about $7 right now. Non-foil is going for uh, like right around $3. Now, uh, the one thing I will I notice with the foils, I think your foils are a good bet on that. Yeah, I think uh, the foil is the better bet. Yeah, well, or for it's a like a better spec, spec that you picked there. I, you can see it actually had a... A rise right when Masters 25, so right around the leak. Yep, exactly. And then we have a dip actually in the prices. So what that is is some of the cheaper ones are getting bought up, and it's showing the dip. And now we have it rising back up, so getting up to seven bucks. So I, I think you're right. I mean, the inventory on this probably is getting bought up, and with all the Sapperling stuff and probably new EDH stuff, this yeah. is probably going to go crazy. Good spec, Lowry. I like it. <laughs> you're so much more positive about this than I am. You're like, you're a shitty spec, you're, Adam. You're, <laughs> I'm just not going to say it. I'm just going to keep it in my head. Too much. <laughs> uh, like, another card I bought her over text. <laughs> I spread thin. What? Huh? <laughs> that was a... You what know is it from? Yeah, I recognize it. <laughs> That's from... Uh, the Hobbit movie. Oh, I should know that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> All right. That's not the Hobbit movie. That's the Lord of the Rings. No, it's Hobbit. Well, that's from the Lord of the Rings. When um, he at goes, the beginning is no, it? It's the second, or not the second one? It's like the second part of uh, the Fellowship of the Ring when they go see Bilbo and now we're getting your Bilbo and Lord of the Rings talk. Yeah, but it's when he's talking after he takes the ring off. Or no, it's when he's gonna take the ring off. He's saying he feels old that he doesn't look it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And That's so in the I first felt one. Like butter bean spread. Uh, good, good reference, Larry. I I'm like trying. It. <laughs> All right, my next spec: Blood Gift Demon, uh, the foil from Innistrad. It's the only foil printing um, right now. This is sitting at about three seventy-five. It is three and two black flying demon for. It's a five-four. The key to this card is at the beginning of your upkeep. Target player draws a card and loses life. Uh, I'll lose a life and draw an extra card. Well, no, the cool thing, though, is, like, if somebody's down to, like, one life, you can be like, you you can draw a card and lose a life and die. Now, this has been printed twice. It was in uh, Commander, but not foil. So that's why I'm focused on the foil ones of these. And I think I actually picked up ten of these for under three uh, on TCG right now. Um, And funny thing was, is, like, when I was, when I've made up my list... 
uh, this was actually on, on my list, list as too. well. You're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and once I saw you have it done, I was like, well, I'll scratch it off my <laughs> list. It's a no, great I gotta idea. do more work, damn yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, I wrote it out first, Lowry. I dated when you I did. wrote it you out. Won. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you win. <laughs> So, no, I do. I really like. I I think it's a really good card in Commander. It's uh, a really aggressive oh, Phyrexian arena. Yeah, that was the other so, part I wanted to say. It's in ten thousand decks in EDH. Right? Is it? Yeah. So it's used a lot in EDH, and so that was another big reason why I wanted to put that. Now, when I talked about rebuild earlier, it's not in a lot of decks because it's an older card. So a lot of the older ones. Yeah, and EDH there's Commander it's similar. Like about. you can do Hercules Recall which is uh, similar, yeah. but it's just two mana, but you don't have the cycling attached yeah. to it. So, um, All right, on to your second pick there. Uh, an, an, one that I just I really like this card. Um, I don't actually know if it's going to be worth anything, uh, but Retreat to Coral Helm. Yeah. Uh, it's from Battle for Zendikar, uh, so it was printed a whole ton, but it's an enchantment. Uh, it's two colorless and a blue, and it has landfall. Uh, whenever a land comes into play, you can either choose to scry one, or you can choose to tap or untap target creature. That's pretty sweet. Actually, the so, funny thing is when you said yeah. this spec, um, when this set came out, I specced on this, but that was when I did regulars and not... Yeah, and I and I have regulars and foils of this one, because I really like this card, and I play with it in a, a lot of decks. Yeah, so um, I have about 50 of the regular, which hasn't gone up in price, but I think your foil yeah, version... Yeah, non, non-foil is like $0.20, yeah. but foil is going for about $2 right now, so that shows you that there's a discrepancy. Like yep. People are liking it, but there was a ton of printing for non-foil. Uh, also, it is played in a modern deck that comes with uh, Knight of the Reliquary, so it allows you, you know, Knight of the Reliquary, you can tap it, sacrifice a land, go put a land from your deck into play, which untaps Knight of the Reliquary, which allows you to tap it, and then you're able to do, like, a soft combo. Yeah. And so you you can get really close and or uh, gain a ton of mana and then kill somebody with Knight of the yeah, Reliquary. It, it's not threatening enough where somebody, when you play it, is going to be like, I got to kill that, got to kill that, yeah. but it's slowly helping it's, it's your deck be more It's a lot of really, and it, and it works really well with fetches, if you can play your fetch and scry one uh, if you don't like it, or you can tap down one of their creatures and attack on their it. turn, or, or something yeah, like that. once you yeah. f- and then you can fetch, go put a land into play and tap down one of their biggest creatures yeah. as well. I dig it. So it, it it's pretty versatile. I and you I, said the price like about two bucks. Yeah, yeah, about two bucks for the foil. Nice. Yeah, uh, I might pick up a couple copies of that guy too. Very nice. Uh, my last one. So this one I've kind of had on my radar for a while. And then it spiked, which then I was like, dang it, I should have jumped on that before. I actually bought over a hundred of the regular. This is still when I was before, buying the regular. Before foils. Uh, but it's Zendikar Resurgent. And this is a big casting cost, but this screams EDH. It's five and two green. It's an enchantment. Whenever you tap a land for mana, add one more mana to your mana pool of any type that that land produced. That kind of stuff is freaking awesome. Yeah, you know? it's a really great effect. Yeah, and, but then it also has whenever you cast a creature spell, draw a card. So it has two things that you like: more mana and drawing. <laughs> yeah, and drawing is really awesome, and being able to like, I'm gonna cast this spell, and then I'm gonna draw into another one and cast that, or like a creature, and then you can you can just kind of like string a, enough creatures together to make this really powerful. Now, the, the reason why I'm saying it now to get on it because before. Uh, earlier or last summer, it was around three bucks, upper threes, and then people started actually realizing that it's a really good card. The foils jumped up to like 
10 15 bucks well the prices have come down and there's only been one printing of for the foil version it's been printed twice in a commander set so it's just like my other card and Oath um, of the gaze watch yeah so it's um it's only been printed once. You only have the one foil besides the the game day um, foil printing. But then it's also same thing as um, Blood Gift Demon is. It's in thirteen thousand EDH tags. Mm, yeah, I so can see that. It's being used a lot, and yeah. So I would say now is the time to get this because I think we're actually going to get an, another spike. Um, more enough. and more people play it. So okay. Yeah, I, I think that's a, again really powerful card. Uh, and then my, the last one I want to talk about doesn't have a foil printing of it. Uh, it's Masterwork of Ingenuity. Uh, it was pr- printed in the Commander 2014 uh, year, and it's uh, it's an equipment for one mana, and when it enters the battlefield, uh, you can copy any equipment on the battlefield. That's pretty sweet. And then, it, and then obviously it equips for whatever you're copying, but it just, um, it's really versatile, and... Uh, and like you know, if somebody has a swift foot boots or a lightning greaves out, you can copy that. Yeah. Or if somebody plays a batter skull, you can copy that. Or if you're it, playing an equipment deck and yeah, you have big, and you can abuse ones, that. Yeah, um, you can go like trinket mage for that, where you're allowed to go find a one mana artifact and put it in your hand. It's you know, it's really cheap to be able to potentially copy something really powerful. Yeah, and this has been on the rise over the last, uh, since About, fall. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been kind of going up, so I agree, yeah, it's... It, so it's, it's, only it's, the it's one sitting about $4 right now, Yeah, and I think I think it's... Uh, it's it on has the rise. Like, like I think it's, if you're going to get it, you get it now, because it keeps going up, and there isn't a printing of it on mm-hmm. any set. It's just a commander set that it was in. Um, so yeah, I like that one too. We just like each other's specs all the time. Yeah, yeah. we're geniuses, <laughs> right? Um, well, one one thing I did want to mention that was kind of our, the end of our specs, but Void Winnower was one I was gonna mention um, in this podcast as a as a foil as a foil spec, but that already jumped. So I bought earlier in the week, and then I was like, okay, that's the one I'm going to talk about, and then it jumped up to eighteen bucks. When I bought it, there was low inventory. There was only eight copies of both. Mm-hmm the release day foils and the regular foils so that's it's used in a lot of decks so that's another reason why that you can't up. even yeah so that one yeah that's a good card but i wouldn't say the boat. yeah kind of missed the boat and it it's probably going to still go up what, what is its non-foil price sitting at non-foil is at three bucks three bucks it's probably worth it to get that because uh, there's a potential for it to yeah and that's been level a little bit as that's well that's been level for a while that's a good point so maybe it is a good one to go after for non-foil like larry yeah, said because generally there, there there tends to be a little bit of a ratio if the foils kind of explode the then non-foil then will slowly catch, catch up. up to it eventually yeah. not not anytime soon but it's not going to drop down yeah. while the foils are going up since it we're talking about a little more it. what this card does is it's nine to come out it's an eldrazi your opponents can't cast spe- spells with even con- convert to monocost and they can't block with creatures with even monocost and he's an 11 9 so everything's odd about him that's what yeah i was gonna say that's why your opponents can't even can't and even can't, yep, they can't even. even at all yeah so it's a pretty sweet card i don't personally have it in a deck uh right now so uh, i don't have it in a deck either but it again it is i have had it and i've played it and people go and then they like shuffle around their hand and they're like, like oh crap <laughs> you can't play anything and then you attack and they're like a block and you're like well that's even yeah. <laughs> 
Like it just kind of like it, it adds a, a pretty strong ability onto the board. Yeah, that's interesting. I might. It's just nine. It's it's a lot, but yeah, I like it. So all yeah. right, I think that's it. Right, we're done with our specs. We're done with uh, segment one, two, and three. So now we got to sign off. If if you have any good like questions about arena, maybe Adam can kind of answer it over maybe. twitter <laughs> maybe well I you, didn't, you said you didn't know everything yeah, about it no, i mean you played I nine it, games for some if you haven't played anything or watched any videos yeah give me shoot me a a tweet a twitter a, a tweeter a twatter so no, gross. <laughs> oh my that's left <laughs> we're in my basement stop it <laughs> there are children upstairs <laughs> uh so uh yeah yeah if, definitely if, if, if there's any other questions again uh I don't think we're ever going to really run out of, like, song choices. But you can request, send, like, ideas. Yeah, send ideas. If you want to hear uh, Adam sing beautiful lullabies from Dr. Seuss. No, you wanted to do that. You're no, good at I it. No, I do it <laughs> naturally. <laughs> so then, perfect, you do it. Yeah, it's, Mix, uh, fix, kicks, bricks. Oh, I fix, almost caught the D word. <laughs> 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 My lips moved, and then I stopped. I was like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you said it, not me. Yeah. Uh, you can find us water. Dicks and water, whatever. <laughs> uh, you can find uh, us on Twitter, Twitter at Commander Smiths, or you can Gmail us uh, at Commander Smiths dot at Gmail dot at Gmail uh, dot at no dot. <laughs> no dot just the Gmail but at at and we also <laughs> YouTube uh, Commander Smiths. So yeah, yeah, that's where you can find us. Um, I hope you enjoyed. See ya. Thanks. <laughs> Dicks and twatter. <laughs>